We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale, coming at you guys from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. It is nice to be back. Week remote. Got back in the studio, the bright lights, got some video going, and we have tons of boxing to talk today. So it's the perfect, perfect episode to be back in studio for Dre, I wish the Ryan Garcia fight was out here last weekend. Nobody went to San Antonio that I know. <laughs> and that's not to say the man couldn't sell tickets. I'm sure it sold fine. It was just one of those where I don't know anyone in the building. So I can't get any firsthand info from the Ryan Garcia fight. But they give us so many moments that we talked about it twice last week. And then now we get to recap on Ryan's performance, everything going on around him in terms of his camp, what's next. So much around Ryan Garcia, people talking shit. Somehow, it led to Shakur Stevenson, Tank, and Cambosis all talking shit to each other because they watch Ryan. I don't know what the fuck Cambosis is doing in this conversation. Can't be left out. He's like, man, I had all the belts. Don't know, Mike. <laughs> He just, Yo, he was a Jack Swagger transitional champion, bro. Not Jack Swagger. Jack fucking Swagger. We, the P. Yeah, that, that was George oh, Cambosis. Like, you weren't supposed to have him titles. Chill out. What you talking <laughs> for? He about to fight Loma. That's what I'm saying. Like, he damn near made it official. He's like, what do you mean? I'm about to sell out a stadium. Cash out. I get it. But get out. The, the, get out of grown people talking. Yeah, he just struggled in Oklahoma. I just saw his last fight. Yeah, it wasn't great. Nah, it's like 12 people. No, nah, we got to talk about that. Well, they sold out the venue, but the venue wasn't. Yeah, we talked that. Then we got a preview, Haney versus Progre. Yes. This, is this weekend, big fight. The zone pay-per-view, San Francisco, Chase Center. Devin moving up from the undisputed lightweight champion trying to capture a belt. He ain't fighting fucking Rolly Romero. He's fighting Regis Progre. Yep. And he might not be there for a long time. Might just be there for a good time. Nah, he's, uh, we're going to talk about him because I got a lot of thoughts on Devin. I, I was talking to Andre Ward today. Uh, and, and we were just talking about Devin. I was like, I don't think the man gets the respect he deserves. Because who at 20, he just turned 25 last month. Yeah. Who at 25 is doing this in terms of T.O. Like, not even T.O. Because T.O. lost to Cambosis. It is what it is. Sure. 
But Devin Haney at 24 and at 23, Jojo Diaz, Vasily Lomachenko, George Cambosis twice, uh, and now he's going to go up to fight Regis Progray. All he's doing is fighting the best in the world that he can face. Okay, that's a good caveat. <laughs> I mean, that's who's in front of him. Like, who else is he going to fight? I would say Jojo Diaz proved to not be the same Jojo Diaz. We know since that fight, Cambosis is Cambosis. He caught T.O. on the perfect night, but that's a win, right? So he had to go. He had to get the belts, and that's cool. And then he fought Lomachenko in a razor-thin decision that you can feel that went which way or a different way. But that wasn't like the most glamorous of wins either. So when you look at it, the resume is kind of good. No, the resume is really good. still questions. No, me. the resume is really good. At 20, it's not really good. At 25 years old? It's better in tank, but that's not saying. At 20, who at 25 is doing what Devin's doing? Again, Cambosis shenanigans aside with COVID for an asthmatic and a collapsed lung. Outside of that for T.O., which I understand it's a loss and I'm making excuses for it. If they ran it back, I would love to see that because that would be an entirely different ending. Teofimo has wins against, De- he has wins against Lomachenko, a win against Comey when Comey was Comey. Knocked the brakes off. It wasn't a decision. I mean, Comey wasn't great, but go ahead. Carry on. Caught him with the counter. Florida. Yeah, sure. Highlight real knockout. Beat Loma. Really beat Loma. Not like, oh, this is questionable. Really beat Loma. And then, obviously, he's now 26. But, he then styled on Josh Taylor and made it non-competitive. So you can say whatever you want about fighting Regis Prograce, and Regis is great. Regis couldn't beat Josh. Teal just made that shit look easy. Easy. Yeah, he, he So great. the resumes, that lot, running back with Campbell's, that was, and context matters, that was the worst put-together fight I have seen in my 12 years of covering boxing. The worst. Supposed to fight on June 6th. Yeah. Floyd was like, I'm fighting here. Triller. Before then, they were supposed to fight. They offered, I think, 1.5 to TO, 800 to Cambosis, probably 500,000 Cambosis. Top rank did. TO said, No, I beat Loma. I'm a bigger star than this. Throw it to purse bid. Throw it to purse bid. Top rank comes in third. Zone comes in second. Triller. Who's not a Triller was around for a cup of tea a year. Triller's like, I just got some hedge fund money or some shit. Boom, drops the bag on them, gives them a date. Triller's never done shit in boxing. Goes, they get the date. All right, cool. Floyd announces for that date. They said, We're moving it. We're not competing with Floyd. He's retired. We're not competing with Floyd. Granted, it was him versus Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. We're going to move this two weeks after. By moving it two weeks after, Tio catches the COVID. Now he got the COVID. We're moving this to August. All right. Tio tests positive for COVID. That doesn't go through in the mid of June. You get to August. Triller ran out of money. That shit's tanking. They're like, no, we can't do it. Where we originally planned, we need a different venue. They moved to Brooklyn or something. Can't pay the venue fee. Instead, they just hold a versus there. Instead, we're not paying fighters. We got enough money for verses, though. Do the verses. That shit goes back to in defaults, because I think Tio sues. Defaults back to the second bidder. And someone's like, well, fuck it. We're just going to put it in a small room. No, supposed to be November. They get to November. Now we got to move this back another two weeks. He did four weight cuts after catching COVID. 
Obviously, the man's lung collapses, he loses. Nah, I'm not making excuses for the man, but that's the worst put-together fight ever. And it all started because it was T.O.'s fault being just obnoxious about it. There you shit. go. All money ain't good money. It ain't. But he learned it the hard way. He did. Aside of that, the resume still sterling after that, though. He'd be two undisputed champions. Yeah. And two wins, his two wins to bookend the loss. Insane. Yeah, the Teal's great. He ain't undefeated anymore. And it's his fault. Do you have to be undefeated in boxing? Or do we want to have this conversation? Do you have to? No. To have a better resume. Do you have to? Manny wasn't undefeated for a long time. Manny took L's early. Yeah, yeah, And his resume was better, Floyd excluded, than every other person. He was better than Marquez. Who? Manny's resume was better than Marquez. It was strong resume. When they first fought. Sure. But but Manny had a loss already. You don't you don't have to be undefeated, but it's going to be the deal breaker, right? No, two wins over undisputed champions is a deal breaker. Is is the deal breaker? This is Haney's chance to then prove that he's on Tio's level because mm. he has to be the guy that lost to the guy Tio beat. But I'll give it to you. Then then the loss can be the deal. I'm just saying, as of right now, I think he gets way too much criticism. Because he, other, like, Javante ain't going to Australia to fight George Cambosis. No, but it's also not sexy. It don't got to be sexy. Watch what Loma does to Cambosis. But what does that mean? It's going to be sexy the way he wins. I don't care about sexy. I'm saying that what Devin Haney's doing. You have to dominate lesser competition because you can't dominate. I'm not expecting everyone to dominate equal competition. Those are competitive fights, right? Like, you don't got to be a knockout artist and get the best in the world. So who is lesser competition that Devin's fought? Cambosis, lesser competition. And he dominated him. He blew him out both times. Watch what happens to Cambosis when Loma gets a chance at him. I'm just saying, Manny Pacquiao destroyed people faster than Floyd. Did it make him a better fighter? No, Floyd was a different stratosphere. I'm, I'm just saying. Because I'll tell you why. Because Floyd proved it before. That when he wanted to, Floyd would throw hands and stop people. And Pretty Boy showed enough that money never had to do it again. Haney doesn't have a pretty boy era. No, he doesn't. The funniest shit is with Regis is when Regis is like, oh, look at these knockouts. Look at the people I knocked out. And Devin in the interview was like, you're knocking out a bunch of bums, a bunch of no names. You can't even name the people that they beat that you knocked out. Okay. And then Regis was like, who have you knocked out? And Devin was like, oh, shit. I mean, knockout. and then he had to laugh and just tip his cap to him. Knockouts ain't—it's not the end all, be all. But I'm just my saying, man hitting all singles. Like too, you gotta, you gotta have a homer somewhere. Too many people are being critical that Devin's a bum, but Devin is fighting. He's oh. he's chasing after everybody. Like Devin has has gone after everybody since like he he got in Tio's face, sure, he got in Ryan's face, getting people's face and making fights is two different. But, but he tried. Mm. That's publicly that that's grandstand. If that's the case, Shakur has tried with everyone. No, no, Shakur has too. But, but I'm not saying. No, I'm just saying like it. It's like horseshoe. But he's but he's actually fighting these people. Like he didn't have to fight Lomachenko. He did. He didn't have to. As a matter of fact, he did. If he didn't, what would have happened? He would have been in breach of contract. So to get the belts. Yeah, to get the belts. I get to it. To get the belts. I get it. He had to sign a top rank on a three fight deal. They were not going to let him fight anyone else at the end of that shit. He would have found a way out. Most fighters do. Uh, it would have been ugly. Vacated. It would have been ugly. Maybe. Don't get me wrong. It would have been ugly. Those but. were his two options. Like he could have, but vacate and move up and fight 
at the time, I think it was Jose Ramirez or fight Josh Taylor or stay down and fight Loma. Those are his only two options. Yeah. So, again, I, I'm going to give the guy credit. He gets too much criticism. The Lomachenko fight, a lot of people wouldn't have fought when it took that fight. Kid is good. I'm not, I'm not shitting on him either. I think he gets the just amount of credit currently. No, nah, And does. I think he will, he's in position to get more credit. He's now leaning into like... <clears throat> he's a heel me. now. Yeah, he's leaning into the bad guy. Like, you guys don't like me. I'm not excited. I can never do enough to please you. Yeah. Narrative. I, I think that's good for his personality. There can only be sm- so many I'm happy to be here smiley ass boxers yeah. at once. That lane is kind of taken, even though Shakur is a super heel too. Um, but yeah, nah, he's just not built to be that guy. He's flashy. All this shit just be you then. Talk your shit and then and keep it going. It's just when people have that persona and talk that shit, Mayweather aside, but he had a resume of doing this. He had the hat and highlight. He, he had some good stuff. Mayweather aside, usually people think that persona comes with some ass whooping. Sure. He ain't whooping ass like people want him to whoop ass. He they, whooping ass. They want people, it's like they want Javante Davis devastation, right? Yeah. When you talk like that, but you're not, like, they want that. Shakur don't do it either. Like he did it to Jamel Harry. after this past fight. But he has some. Like, where he stood in a pot. He beat the hell out of Oscar Valdez, put him down. Yeah, he dominated that fight. Yeah. But people are going to be critical of your last performance. Like I think Shakur, Devin, like if you looked at the best fighters under 30 right now, is TL1. No, it's not TL1. David Benavides is one. I, I forget his age. Everybody forgets and, his and, age. And understand that. Yeah. Um, I would then, and, and the high test, I can't even knock you for saying that. That's, that's the only reason why I say it. I can't even knock it. TL's resume under 30 is unrivaled. It's, pretty, it's really good. Two-time Ring Magazine champion, undisputed champion, yeah. beating another undisputed champion. Only, only difference was he vacated the belts before he got there. He ran through uh, a Muhammad Ali trophy tournament, beat everyone, cleared out the division. You took him on in your third fight in the weight class and schooled him. I'm not sure. David Benavidez wants that moment. Canelo will be that moment for him. Yeah. Um, He just hasn't had it yet. So I put T.O. above him still, but I can't knock him. No, it's it's reasonable. Like, yeah, I don't think, I think David wins supersede having one loss. Yeah. Uh, well, not only that, I just like when we talk about the eye test, ain't nobody fighting like David Benavides right no. now. Now they're 26 years old. A healthy T.O. is close, but not like I th- he doesn't have the st- he has the relentlessness. He doesn't have the killer instinct like David Benavides. When he turns it on, he's a murderer. Yeah, he's a murderer. It's, it's a whole different level. But uh, the the idea that Devin Haney gets all this criticism, right? I don't understand. Like, I, I listen to it and I'm like, yo, he's fighting Regis Progray this weekend. What, like, what do you want him to do? Like, if you fought Roly Romero, I'd have been like, uh, all right, right? Because Roly sucks. I'm okay with that. He has to stop Roly. Well, of course. But I'm just saying, like, it, to go fight Regis Progray is not a small task. No. It's a tough task. Regis is dog. And it's kind of wild because Progray is almost a five to one underdog in this fight. And I'm baffled by this, right? Regis Progray, his last fight wasn't great. He got put down. He won a split decision. It wasn't a great fight. That was ugly. That's, that's the case of your, your fights, your last fight really being a stinker. Yeah. like that, just, It just leaves you. Ugh. It was a trash fight, but he won, right? And Regis, he had knocked out everybody heading into that fight, right? 
Yeah. He uh, and now he he's the WBC champion. He gave Josh Taylor hell in a fight that a lot of people thought he won, and Devin chose to fight him. And people are like, "I hope he gets gets knocked out." I'm like, bro, like what the fuck? Le- he's fucking twenty five years old. Like, relax. That's that's where he's at though. Like, that's where his money's at. He should be thankful people want to see him get knocked out because really, not knocking other people out. He's not the most exciting fighter. You say what you want, and he's talented. But why were people going to pay to watch him fight? We were at the Lomachenko fight. Yeah. What, 20% of people showed up to watch him? Yeah. How many people showed to see Devin Haney? Oh, no, it was the same thing with Floyd, right? Yeah. Like, people paid to see Floyd lose. And when people got fucking over it, and they were like, I'm sick of Floyd losing, like, winning... Yeah. Like he became a heel because yeah. Floyd wasn't knocking everybody out. No. Because after he beat Oscar, which a lot of people, not a lot, there was a decent amount of people that thought Oscar De La Hoya beat Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. And then Floyd smacked Ricky Hatton into hell, right? Then he fought a small Marquez, which he got a lot of criticism for. Then he signs a Showtime deal. He fights Robert Guerrero. He fights uh, Shane Mosley, which he shows the chin of a champion. Yeah. But Floyd wasn't fighting fights and people were like, y'all want to pay to see Floyd again. Devin's in that same spot. Devin is fighting fights and people are like, oh, I just want to see him lose. I just want to see him lose. Devin needed that. I'm, that's all I'm saying. He needed that. Because with, with Floyd, Floyd was able to manufacture that. Yeah. And the heel persona, right? It's like, a different time. Yeah, Floyd was able to build that shit and no one saw through it. You can't do that as Devin because people just be like, yo, you're trying to be Floyd. Of course. If you were just like, oh, look at all my jewel, in which he does have like mad ice. He has like the diamonds in his teeth. You're also sick of Devin taking Instagram photos. Oh, I'm like, who the fuck are you looking at, man? No, nobody. That's the key. That's (laughs) what he was about. He's looking at the floor. What? Just looking down, stack of money in his hand. He does the money phone every now and then. Shout out to my girl, Crystal Frost, who handles like all the Devin Devin stuff. But yo, I'll be cracking up because I'm like, Devin Devin being like some ripped jeans with a big money phone. I'm like, yo, where is this? Where the fuck is he at? That's it. In the crib. He's in the crib. And I'm just like, yo, and everybody's like, fuck Devin Haney. And I'm like, all right, he's doing the right thing. Yeah, ripped jeans and shit. He he looks like everybody in a young boy video. Yeah. Like every single one. Because I think NBA young boy currently is on house arrest. Let's not talk about NBA young boy. He just does shit in this crib. Let's not talk about (laughs) NBA young boy and Joe Budden right now. Oh my God. I'm just saying like he's just in the crib all day with ripped jeans. I'm like, one, if I'm on house arrest, I'm not dressing up. Like, I'm wearing pajamas every day. I'm chilling. Yeah. But he gets dressed to the nines, all his jewels on, just to be in the crib. And yeah. that's Devin Haney. And that alone pisses me off. So I get it. So it's just like, if I'm at home all day, I'm not dressing up. Why are you dressing up? It's just untrustworthy. You got too much yeah. time on your hands. And that's wrong with Devin Haney. Now, it's moving up. Fight Regis. It's going down in the bay. Yep. They had to open up more seats. Selling out. It's a good-ass fight. I'm attacking people like you because I hate this. I hate... And there's more people that want to give Devin credit than you give credit to, right? This is all I see. Oh, look, he is a draw. He's going to be one of the biggest names. He sold out with Lomachenko. Now he's selling out here. Loma sold out MGM. I was there. 80% Loma fan. Of course. Loma sold out MGM. Took a questionable loss. Still think he won. Cool. Devin, now, they someone was smart. They were like, you're from the Bay. Yeah. 
Go back home. We'll market you as a hometown kid. Sell out a hometown stadium. Shakur does this shit every fight in Newark. If they put him in Newark every fight, there's 20,000 fans. Sure. People are acting like Devin ran it back in Vegas and now people got to come see him. This isn't a real sellout. This is taking boxing to somewhere where they never have boxing. Yeah. And people are just like, I have to see this. They, they would have saw you fight. No, they wouldn't, saw the car. they wouldn't have saw me fight. No. They would have been like, all right. He no. kind of looked like he could be from No, me. motherfuckers wouldn't have paid to see me fight. It would have been, been close. Some people like us. Regis sells out in New Orleans. And Regis isn't a draw. Well, all. well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I love I love Regis. It's not the big. It's not the big. It's not the big stadium. <laughs> but but man, he sells out. He didn't even sell stadium. It was a ball. It was like a ballroom. It was bro. a little small. Like, it but, was, it, but was small. it was packed, though. I mean, yeah, look, people in. Look, if you want to fill up this studio and call that shit a sellout, go for it, right? Take your wins where you get them. Ultimately, it's a great fight. Um, I thought they built it well. I thought the face-off was done well. Uh, I love Regis talking shit. I love his strength and conditioning coach. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's talking shit. Bill Haney's been great. Everything's been really good building up to this fight. What happened to his hype, man? Didn't Devin have a hype, man? Yeah, well, he'll be there this week. Oh, okay, okay. Church. Yeah, church. <laughs> right, he'll, he'll be there this weekend. Yeah. But I think it's a tough fight. Like, people was asking me if I had to bet. Would I, who should you bet on? I was like, ain't no value in betting in Devin Haney as a five to one favorite. Ain't no value in that. If you want that, like Regis program, Regis program to win by decision is a plus seven fifty. Well, I mean, I also don't believe in that. Really, like dude, you're fighting other guys on town. I'll He's tell slick. you what, Regis hits harder than anybody Devin's fought. Sure, he could put Devin down or hurt him. He could. Yeah. At a plus 750? This is Devin's first fight at 140. I don't give a fuck. At a plus 750, there's value in that. Like, if you're betting, that's what I would bet on. Yeah. You could throw a flyer at that. Like, even Haney by decision is like a minus 225, which you, you got to spend a little money to get something out of it. But I think it's a lot of disrespect for Regis. Like, in terms, like, again, I get The last up. fight was a stinger. Shit happens. Shakur's last fight is a stinger. When Shakur's next fight comes up, People are going to be like, oh, I hope he gets beat. He's going to beat the shit out of somebody's next Shakur's fight. fight was a stinker because nobody threw punches, but the kid barely got hit. That's what Shakur does. Regis got, Regis got hit. Regis hey. damn near lost. Re, I think Regis... At home. Look, and look. It, people were just befuddled by I'm what a, the hell happened to him. I'm going to say this, and we can talk about Ryan Garcia. I think Devin Haney wins this fight because the blueprint was laid on Regis. Like, if you move around, Regis has a hard time finding you. He's used to people standing in front of him. Devin at 140 pounds is going to, like me and Andre Ward talked about this this morning. He was like, a lot of people talk about Regis being at this weight, but Devin's been killing himself to get to 35. The first time you move up, you're like, oh, I can eat? Yeah. I can, my condition is better? Forget the power. Devin, he's not, he don't crack like that, right? But he's going to be more conditioned to go the distance and the, like people talk about his jab, it ain't going to be the jab, it's going to be the body punches. It's going to be the movement that keeps Regis off balance. Devin should win a decision 16-12. I'll give you that. Because Regis might start a little fast. Devin will figure him out, slow him down. I've seen Regis in the build to this week. I believe him when he says, yo, after this, I'm going to 147. Oh, 100%. He looks big for 140. Yeah. Like, he might be killing himself to get to 140. Oh, he's been 140 for, like, years. Years Regis has been with four. He's 34 years old. Yeah, I guess that shit does weigh on. It's time, it's time, bro. It's time. But he wants Haney this fight. Big too, though. Any big as fuck. You they both might move up to 47. I I've been around Devin a long time. 
he was big when we were at the zone together. I was like, how the fuck are you making 30? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Now he's at 40 and I was just at the gym with him again and I'm looking at Bill. It's like, but he bro. He's a comfy 40 right now. He got meat on his bone. Yeah, he comfy, but when you're 25, like he's easily going to be at 54 at some point. Yeah. Easily going to be at 54. As long as he doesn't stay too long. Because that was the Spence thing. Of course. It was like, yo, you big as hell. Well, no, 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 no. Spence, you just stayed too Spence long. Spence was you're, a giant. Yeah. Like Spence, I... Accidents like, aside, because the accidents took the, a toll on his body. Accidents, my man liked to drink. drink yeah, drinking, <laughs> like, eating. You know, like you stayed to way drink. too long at this weight. Yeah, that yeah. was a wrap. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got guests in the studio. Well, this is why I wanted to bring it up because we were you were just asking who the fuck was at the Ryan Garcia fight in Houston. My brother was. Hey. So, so for those who are watching, um, it's a pleasure because Kelly, we always ask, like, who who do you know from Dre, Dre's childhood? Yep. Ain't too many motherfuckers. I've known this dude. We went when I went to Morehouse, he went to Clark. We partied when we were broke as hell. Every week. <laughs> we went to pro wrestling. We went to WWE events. Broke as hell. And uh, shit, man. We've been boys for over two decades. I will say. I'm old, cuz. Oh, you super old. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Moan look great. Uh, <laughs> nah, I will say that uh, the episode Ramon joined us for, we chopped up. It had to be. That was a while ago. Two, three years ago was one of our best received episodes of the show. People were just hitting me up like, yo, y'all just got to chop it up Any, like that. Anytime, like, and then we went on like a tangent well, and it was like the dopest thing to be. The weird thing is like whenever I do a show and somebody that's known me for a long time comes on, we got different stories. Everybody listens to this podcast and sees what I do. Y'all know me as like industry Dre, boxing Dre, serious, like all that. He knows me as broke ass. I ain't got no had hair. 
Yeah, that that's part. Real, like you had hair and the curls for the girls. Yeah. So without further ado, my brother Ramon Carey and his son. Goddamn, Bryce. Yep. yep. Jesus, it's crazy. Grown man. This is what makes me feel old. Yeah. My son is night twenty months old. Bryce, how old are you? Twenty five. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Ramon Carey, uh, I feel great right now. I got an 18 year old. I'm feeling young. Yeah, he can kiss my ass. I'm yeah. in, I'm I'm in lose quick right though. Now. Yeah, my daughter is just 18. I don't even got to worry. Like she, she just whipping around, about thing, to go to college. The thing is, Ramon got a son, so he's kind of he's almost he's out the doghouse. Like I'm still in the doghouse. Oh, like Cash is Cash is three now. Four, four. God, I want to say time flies, but it don't. My son's been. Uh, one year old for three years now. Braver than me, my man. Braver than me. I ain't restarting <laughs> this clock. <laughs> it's over. I'm I'm out the game. I, yeah. Whew. But nah, it is great to have y'all stopping in. Had to get you guys to sit down definitely, and definitely. get mic'd up. Yeah, man. I um, appreciate you having us, man. Of course, of course. Yeah, especially because you had this Ryan Garcia fight. I was at the Ryan Garcia fight. Uh, me and a couple of homies, my lady. Man, we had a great time. How was the atmosphere there? Oh, man. A lot of people was actually going for Oscar. I heard it. They were. They were. They were booing. I mean, it was dope with Lupe bringing out, you know, Ryan. That was yeah. a surprise. Uh, the atmosphere, of course, is Houston, right? So Texas, you got all the fight fans and everything like that. But the crowd did start to change a little bit in the middle of the fight, you know, for Ryan. I, I mean, you didn't really know what Ryan was going to get, right? Because that whole week leading up to him dealing with all the yep. nonsense with, you know, Oscar and B-Hop and everything like that. So, I mean, he, it, and you could tell, like, I mean, even when I went back to watch the fight a couple of days ago, you know, with now the commentary and, and everything, just because it's always a different, you know, atmosphere watching it live. And it was... I was like, what the hell was Ryan doing trying to do that shell? And, 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 and I mean, the, the, nobody knows. I mean, I'm, but you know, uh, and I also was interested to see what Derek James was going to do. Right. And what, how Ryan was going to receive, you know, yeah. the instructions and everything like that. And, you know, it, 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 the first couple of rounds I was looking at the body language and it was like, Derek was talking to him in between rounds and, Ryan wasn't even paying attention. It was like he just had whatever on his mind. He was going to go in there and 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 and, and fight like Floyd and you know and, and everything like that. But then you know he 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 got cracked a couple times. But and let's just say the comment, man, the the commentary on that fight, yeah, it was gross. It was uh, drastically one sided. It was very one sided, and it is not for their own fight. No. It, yo, it's, it's mind boggling. It's weird because remember, I worked in the zone. So I, yeah. I've worked with Sergio. I've worked with Todd. I've worked with Mannix. And I've known them. Shout to, out to Sean. I think Sean was on. Sean was, yes. yeah, Sean was there too. Yeah. Um, Sean's different, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean's just different. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's our guy, but he's different. They've never really had an agenda, right? But I know when Sergio sinks his teeth into an angle, he keeps going. Yeah. And we've had plenty of times like me, him, and Mannix would be out. And man, it's be like, yo, you got to let go sometimes, right? <laughs> you got to let go. And Sergio's not, no, I call it how you see it. He's like, no, you call it how you see it, but then you like dive in and you won't let loose. That fight, they were giving Duarte all this, it was, it was a very weird atmosphere. It felt like the whole world was against Ryan yeah. Garcia. Like, I wasn't understanding the commentary. It wasn't as bad as the Katie Taylor Chantel Cameron fight commentary, mm. though. No, I mean, that shit was brutal. It was. But at least it was for <laughs> the right person. I'm just saying yeah. it was like, weird. Like, by the Katie's fight. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I get it. If you're driving an agenda and you're looking for certain things, I get it. 
This is your guy. I'm just saying, bias commentary. On it. Bias commentary yeah. is trash, right? Bias sure. it, it's, it's hard because if you're watching a fight and somebody's telling you that somebody's winning, I know I'm watching somebody else win. Win. I'm like, Damn, what I fuck spent are we four doing? years of top ring boxing. Like I, it, it is what it is, though. Bias commentary is, is a part of the game. But here's here's the thing, right? Like, like let's talk about. So Ryan gets eighth round knockout, yeah. right? Saw some people like this was a bad performance. Now it's like Ryan's got flaws. It's clear. Defensively, he's flawed. He don't like to get hit. Like after dealing with Tank, he don't want to get hit again. The one thing I, I took away from the fight though is he listened. At some point, like the fifth yeah. round, Derek James is like, "Hey man, if you move, he can't hit you." Yeah. yeah. Right. Like he has to set his feet to throw. Mm-hmm. And Ryan finally was like, "Oh, I got it," and the knockout came. Yeah. Joe Goosen couldn't get through him with that. Chepo couldn't get through him with that. Like nobody else could do it. So I feel like it's a step in the right direction. The problem is, is that Ryan's so big in terms of like star power, you can't really slow play him, right? Like he wants the Rolly Romero fight. Good fight. Both of the asses might go down in that That's fight. That's his yeah. close. No, Rolly's not dropping Ryan. Rolly got some power. He ain't dropping Ryan. Bruh. Do you watch Ryan's defense? It's not great. He pulls his head back, drops his left. Yep. He does everything to. I've he, seen Rolly's defense. I'm, I'm telling you, both of the asses might hit the canvas in that Maybe. fight. If Roley gets dropped first, there is no second drop it. Like, no, 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 no. Abuelo no. dropped him in the second round and then in the fourth. My Dang. man was 63 years old. Yo, grandpa was out there fucking him up. Easy. But the point is, is that if he fights for a title, you can't get no more soft touches at 140 t- pounds. You can't, you ain't fighting T.O. No. You ain't fighting Devin and Regis. Like, somebody was like, should he fight the one of Devin and Regis? Like, absolutely not. He ain't I mean, ready for that. Devin? What? Like, to no, me, bro. Devin's not going to knock me out. He might beat me. He he's he will beat Ryan's ass. You know the one thing that stood out to me about the Ryan and the Duarte was how the size difference of how much bigger Ryan was. Yeah, you know, I mean, and what was the thing? I didn't even know that it was a catchweight fight until like what the the day of. It was contracted that way. No they one did, knew. They didn't tell anybody. It no. was contracted at one forty three, and they didn't tell anybody. I will say again, Ryan looked batshit crazy for what he said. Yeah. But he's not horribly off. No, not at all. Because his promoters then fail him. Yeah. When he steps on the scale and they're like 143 and people are like, he missed weight. It's like, yo, this has been a weight the whole time. They didn't promote the fight that way. And your promoters are kind of setting you up to does, look like does, an idiot does and to Oscar fail. Does not have a quality control person just to control what he, I mean. Not anymore. What fighter would really want to go sign with him with just his antics and just what he does. He just can't get out of his own way. The Bro. only fighter he signed is Schofield. Floyd Schofield's good, by the way. Very good. The only real, like, legit good fighter. I'm not putting Munguia in. The only good fighter he signed since Richard Schaefer has left, Floyd Schofield. And that's it. Virgil Ortiz. Came before Schaefer. Virgil. Mm. Yeah. No. Canelo was still there. Schaefer was still there. Well, whatever. Signed. Virgil was his last signing, and then that's it. He might Every, be right. Everybody else yeah. was inked. And because yeah. you at least had someone where you'd be like, yo, this guy's going to make sure everything's okay. Um, Bernard is cool, but Bernard's not that type of guy. Like, Schaefer was great because he's like a lawyer, like, like on the books type, type dude. He's a business guy. That's why Bob will he's stay an in. investment banker. Yeah. Yeah. A big, yeah like, yeah. He's a business guy. That's why Bob is in business forever. Like a lawyer. Yeah. Before this shit. Yeah. And then he's just like, worst comes to worst, the books are here. Yeah. Um, Oscar really just doesn't have that. Yeah. He's just winging shit. Yo, 
All right. I worked with Oscar. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the same shit that Canelo dealt with is yeah. what Ryan's dealing yeah. with now, right? And it's transparency shit. And Oscar being a fighter, like, did you watch, did y'all watch that documentary on HBO? I did. I did. It was like Oscar telling half truths the whole documentary. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's in this place now where he's trying to be the good guy. And he's trying to be like, everybody should fight everybody. You see him all desperate yeah, on social media. Yeah. Come on, Bob, let's make a yeah. deal. Because you ain't fucking got nobody. Yeah, he don't got nobody. He don't like Ryan because I think he sees too much of himself in Ryan. Yeah. Right? In terms of like star power and he, when Ryan went to fight Tank, the rehydration clause was a problem. But Ryan was like, bro, give me the fight. Yeah. Right? But then, Oscar, your job is protect your fighter. Not, not take the fight, because that's what Ryan r- wants. Don't get on social media talking about, I told you not to do that. Yeah. What are you doing? Now, you, we get to this point, and then Bernard was like, oh, we'll see if it's time to call it right. quits. How do you disrespect a fighter like that? And that, <laughs> that surprised me, because you, you very rarely see B-Hop really kind of take sides with stuff. He's kind of a little bit yeah. more like, you know, he kind of yeah. tries to do damage control. So for him to kind of step out and... Do that, do those antics and say those things last week kind of surprised me. But I don't know if it's Oscar with, remember, you've seen it with Canelo with him when Canelo was coming up and his stardom and it was like he was jealous of him. Yeah. Remember, even before the Floyd fight, remember what the day before he decided to check himself into rehab? Yeah. yeah. Remember? (laughs) I mean, like, come on. (laughs) He don't like it. Yeah. He's like, yo, he still thinks he's the golden boy, right? Like, he he still thinks, and he looks at Ryan and is like, oh, you lost. You're not. Like, dude, Oscar is one of the best fighters that we've ever had because he lost fought. a ton. He, but he yeah, fought he everybody. Fought. Yeah, yeah. Like, legit, when nobody wanted to fight Ike Corte, here comes Oscar. Yep. When when he went up to fight Bernard, bad decision, like, got dropped by a body punch, but it was like, yo, everybody gave him credit. Now, he had some stinkers along the way that we don't really talk about, but Oscar fought everybody, yeah. and we respected him because of that. P. Yeah. When... Lost that fight. He lost that fight. You lost, everybody yeah. everybody yeah. knows he lost, he that, lost fight. that fight. Like, you beating up an old man yeah. Chavez didn't endear yeah. you to the Mexican audience either. No. But now we're in a situation like you lose Canelo, and I can't really talk about what happened. I know exactly what happened. It's Oscar's fault, yeah, right? Man. Like, 100% that shit was Oscar's fault. Now you got Ryan who needs your mentorship, yeah. right? Like, needs somebody to tell him what to do. I was in your position, I was a big star. I had everything. Like, Oscar had everything. He had women. He had cocaine. Yeah. Plenty of it. Still does. Yeah. Uh, he had liquor. He had money. He had everything. That was on a telenovela. And now he has new abs. Don't, don't, don't. You're not doing this today. <laughs> yes, he does. Kelsey's yes, he going to get himself new abs. Oh, man. <laughs> two years. I'll give myself two years. Save your money, man. This gym ain't hitting. I'm being here. No shirt on recording the podcast. You don't look crazy. You going to get the Botox too? No. I can't touch my face. Come on, man. You got to get the whole package. No, I don't. That's what I want. I want it to be comically built where I'm just like ripped on abs. Nothing else changes. You're going to be like Johnny Bravo on this? Everything else. Yeah. Anyway. Like where you know they're fake. I'm not getting work done anywhere else. Like I never hit the gym, but I got abs though. That's what I want. Two years. You going to have fat abs? That's what's going to happen. No, the abs. Man, I'm going to get my money back if these abs don't stay abs. <laughs> no refund. Like, I better be able to eat whatever I want. Nah, man, that's not how plastic surgery. That's how plastic surgery works. Nah, nah, you don't nah. see them BBLs go out of control. Yeah, yeah that's that's. You got to stay in shape. They still got to work out. Yeah, you still got to work out. Rosa Acosta was talking about that. I ain't doing crap. Yo, she was saying she was like, "Yo, you get the surgery, but you got to work." 
So you can't just have abs and just eat whatever the fuck you want. You got to chill. Then. Anyway. I need to get a better doctor. I need some. Tell him, yo, I'll be back. I'm going to spin the block. Because, uh, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting light bulb or something. After. I'm not working out. I can't with you. So back to this Oscar Ryan thing. The real question is, how much longer does Ryan stay with Golden Boy before he sues him? Because he's already, they already filed, he already filed a, well, yeah. he threatened to, and then Oscar countersued. Fired for, he filed for mediation. Yeah. Oscar then, and I'm sure just a state that he was in, instead of just saying, okay, let's go to mediation, countersued. Well, like, you, you know, he's not even suing you yet. Well, he's just wanted, asking for mediation. You gotta get ahead of it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, and then he sued him. And then Ryan was just like, all right, whatever. And then... Instead of counter suing again, actually suing him, Ryan was like, yo, let's go to mediation. They went to mediation. This fight happened. Yeah. But at this point, it's it's rap. You're not going to mediation again. No, nah, man, it's bad. The, the next step. I guess is how many fights. Him. Does anybody know how many fights he's even signed? No, we don't know. I've heard. Yeah. We don't know. Astronomical numbers. Oh, I've man. heard low numbers. I, like, no, like, we don't know. Uh, yeah. Again, talking to Andre Ward today, we had a long conversation about this because you know, he had beef with Joe yeah, Goosen. Yeah. And uh, we Dan. talked. I mean, Dan Goosen. Shit. Yeah. Rest in peace. Joe's um, like, what? Joe's like, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, but we were talking about him and Jay Prince's relationship. In yeah. his new book, he talks about him and Prince used to get in like little debates, not big debates about contracts and shit like that. And he was like, but at the end of the day, you don't go trash a fighter publicly. Like Dan never came out and said nothing crazy about me. We bumped heads. It is what it is. Jay Prince don't talk, period, unless it's something serious. He's like, you don't bump heads. He's like, the fact that Ryan got up there and said that, and Bernard said it before, he was like, that, you can't fix that. It's a wrap. Because if it's already public, it ain't going to get better. Oscar's crazy, right? Like, Oscar's a loose cannon. So it's like, what do you do with it? And again, Ryan's 25. But mentally, he's still like 21. Sure. Right? Like, he's still a kid. He fights like a kid. That's what social media does to people. He's like a child star. Yeah. But that's, that's who he yeah, is. Yeah, it like traps you in that. Moment. He needs somebody to reel him in, right? I don't think he's going to go off the deep end, but Oscar ain't it. Yeah. At some point, though, if you're a golden boy, what do you do with a disgruntled fighter? Because you're going to have to give him what he wants in terms of fights. I, w- I will tell you what this fight showed me. And they're on two different levels, right? But to a degree, golden boy still works for Ryan. Yeah. And hence the mediation thing where he wanted it. He wanted to fight. It reminds me of Drake and Cash Money. When Drake wanted out of Young Money, he was just like, how many albums do I still got for you? And they were like, four. And he was just dropping an album like every three months. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm doing a double disc. I'm doing, you know, this redone. all this, Just to get out of a contract and did his thing on OVO. This being non-pay-per-view after Ryan having the biggest pay-per-view of the year. This being like, yo, let's just go to San Antonio. I don't, I don't care where this fight is. Shows me that their biggest beef is that Ryan doesn't care about pay. He will fight every two months to get out of this deal and then say, I'm out. And they are like, whoa. So Ryan is like, yo, I want Roley. But again, on this card, it was supposed to be um, the number one contenders for Roley's belt. Like the interim. Oshaki Foster. The old man. Yeah, Oshaki Foster. Wasn't the old man and, supposed to and fight? And the That's man. who they were supposed yeah. to fight. Supposed to be on the co-main. Paul, 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 Paul. Yeah, it was supposed to be the co-main because Ryan then, instead of waiting for Roley, could have fought them. Yeah. Real quick, two months. Ryan fights them, then fights Roley. Pretty easy fights in Ryan's mind. Cool, that's three. I knock out three in like five months. Then you can get him another mandatory defense through the IBF. Cool, that's four by next summer. 
and just rolling through fights before he has to take another pay-per-view fight. And that's why De La Hoya in every conversation is, no, he's going to fight Regis next. No, we're, we're talking about Tio Fimo and he tried to make Tio on Super Bowl weekend. No, because he knows those fights, you can slow down the contract and we can make more money. Ryan's trying to stack fights, yeah. get the hell out of there. Which is, which is actually really good because I hate it for Andre Ward's point when he had to sit out. Remember, Mikey Garcia had to sit out yep. those two years. Like that, that kills your career. You never, you, well, Ward came back from it. Yeah. But the Kovalev fight yeah. was still rusty. Yeah. I mean, the Kovalev fight was bad. Like, think about this. He had the Rock Nation deal, yeah. right? He fought Sullivan Barrera. Forgot who else he fought. Then, was it Sullivan Barrera? I can't remember who the I fuck it was. That was Sullivan Barrera. But he, he had to move up to fight Kovalev, right? Yeah. And at 75, where War was like, yo, this is my first fight, HBO didn't even really have his back. Yeah. Everybody was on Kovalev's yep. tip yep. at that time. Yep. And a lot of people, including me, I was like, this is... Right? Like, this... Kovalev was number one pound for pound at the time. Yeah. War was like number two. Two. One and two. It was the first time we had two top two pound for pound fighters fighting each other. But War, just, although he was so dominant, he was like the B-side in that fight. Yep. Yeah. So he was coming into that situation. He just happened to be that good. Ryan ain't that good. Ryan can't be benched for a year. No, right? not at all. He's got to, he has to fight. Every interview, Ryan's like, oh, I just want to be more active. I want to keep fighting. I want to, he's just trying. And to me, it's like, yeah, he's trying. a lot of people are like, oh, he's trying to be a better fighter after Tank and, and then with him around. having, no, what, trying to get out of that deal. third trainer within yeah. what, the last four or five yeah. fights. So, I mean, even then. It's a lot going on. I feel, I feel bad for Ryan because I think he's a good fighter. I think, like, being around him, I think he's a good kid, right? Yeah. I think he means well. I just think, his star is bigger than his yeah. talent right now. And there's, there's not really a way to level those things off. Like, one of them's got to give. And Oscar's like, yo, we're going to exploit that star. That's the key. Like, a good promoter understands he's just 25. That was my next question to you guys. Who do you guys think he'll end up signing with? PBC? If once he's able to get out of yeah. this contract, probably. Yeah. I, I, I think, mean, they could offer him probably the more better fights. They've already did business with him. Yeah. I mean, what? He made $30 million. He said for that tech yeah, fight. We, we just had up. Bernstein in studio and like we're I asking that how one. like yeah, yeah. um yeah I, I think the days of like the cross the street yeah thing, I think those are done. Yeah. Well I, I think yeah once PBC goes to Amazon yeah and even DAZN is you're noticing with DAZN now, they have like Jake Paul cards yeah. where they're like, yo, we'll put this on ESPN plus still, yeah. we'll put it here. Like you buy it on normal yeah. pay-per-view. That yo, we're just trying to get money from anywhere. And the worst case, the Saudi bag is going to be there and fights can happen. Yeah. So I, I think where he signs in terms of matchups is going to be overblown into you. Because everyone he, can fight everyone. Because even you look at the Tank fight, right? Like what? Tank highest grossing, what what he did? Like 300 probably before Ryan? Yep. So with Ryan being the other side, I mean, what did they do? 1.3, they yeah, said? 1.2, 1.3. Yeah, 1.2. I mean, come on. I mean, Ryan definitely has something to do with that. No, 100%. It's just, again, when you... When you look at it, and I think he he took a lot away. And when you go to like the post fight and everything and them being there for their fighter, granted take one, and just seeing how they do business, comparison to how DAZN, not DAZN, because DAZN can do good business. Golden Boy does business. And then being able to see how another promotion promotes and gets everything done, I think that would lean him to go to PBC. Because he was like, yo, I just saw how they handle business. Like my... My fights just aren't like this. You know, another thing he mentioned, I heard on one of the, another podcast fight week, he was talking about how 
he figured out the model and and following someone of the Oscar model of like every fight doesn't need to be a pay-per-view fight, yeah. right? You know, the fights that should be on pay-per-view should be, but then the ones that shouldn't, shouldn't, right? You know, you might not make as much, but I mean, that's how you're building up your core audience. I mean, I think he just wants out. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's a great, like, yeah, yeah like, well, look, it's look, a great look. thing to say. The zone had to have a televised fight to justify that 200 and whatever the fuck that people are paying a year. Of course. You got to give somebody a free of fight. Of course. Yeah. He doesn't, the, the spots are dictated because that pay per view that month was already for Devin Haney, right? Ryan could have fought in January and said, give me the pay per view. The, the spots were, were already decided. Ryan couldn't have. He Ryan, said, no, 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 Ryan, I will fight December no, 2nd. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. The slots are slotted in. Yo, I'm telling you. Yeah. That's not how this works. They're fucking up. Over. I'm just saying, the zone, they needed a free fight in December to justify the pay-per-views that they had for the past three months. Fair. And Ryan, they paid him well for this Sure. Fight. No, but I'm saying, they didn't need to make, like, it was... Everybody was on the same pace. This didn't need to be a pay-per-view. Because what you don't want to happen is you do 1.2 million fighting Javante and you do 200,000 fighting Duarte. Mm -hmm. That's true. Like, that's what, that you need an opponent that's going to at least get you to a half a million. Duarte was not going to do that. All right. And there's always a unique position where their books aren't open anyway. You can do whatever the hell you want. But with that being said, when you see where the fight was positioned, Ryan took whatever there's no reason, even if you want it to be on free television, for you to say, I'm taking the fight December 2nd. Jake Paul is fighting a week later on a Friday. Yep. We have a pay-per-view on the 9th. Mm-hmm. I'm a fight on the 2nd. If it wasn't just some like, all right, like, cool, you guys want to do this. He had all opportunity to say, I'm fighting in January. No, he and didn't. I, can be, I don't think you understand. He did not. Then he has no leverage, and Oscar has no leverage. No, no, and no. That's shitty. Because I've seen he has no leverage. His promoter has the leverage, and Oscar's deals are dictated to television dates with the Zone. They have to fulfill those dates. He has other fighters. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. That big heavyweight one that's coming up is that on DAZN also? Yeah, pay per view, right? 
it, and, it'll and be ESPN on, also, right? It'll yes. be on ESPN Plus pay per view. Yeah. It'll be on. They'll share it. Whatever normal direct TV okay. pay per view. Um, that's a little different because Saudi doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> you can do three buys and they don't yeah. give a yeah, shit. Yeah, so they're they're gonna put that everywhere because honestly, I don't know that back workings of the Saudi deals, but I do know that without going like too far inside baseball or inside boxing is that promoters kind of get to split their share of the pie amongst them and then the fighters. Yeah. So it, it's just a weird thing because Saudi's putting forward a lot of the money. That's right. like Showtime putting forward the money for the venue, for the fighters, for everything. And then just being like, I don't care about my cut. Promoters have at it. Promoters like, we're not doing anything. Yeah. And you're just giving us money to then figure out. So now like promoters are just like, yeah, we'll put every fight over there if we can. Because yeah. they're not footing the bill on anything. No. Explain this to me. I think you brought this up on your last podcast about the Canelo deal. So it's Showtime is out of it, but Duh. isn't his next fight still supposed to be it's on Showtime pay-per-view? Yeah. Okay. So he's got he's got two contracted pay-per-views with Showtime. Okay. Um after the Benavides fight, I spent some yeah. time with the Showtime team. Nobody knows who's staffing these fights yet. That's the key. Right? Like they're gonna happen. Yeah. May and September are the dates. The exact dates are not not finalized, but that deal was in place before the Showtime deal for televised boxing is up. Okay. But Canelo's deal is gonna stay in place. So his next two fights will absolutely be on Showtime pay-per-view. Okay. The real question is who's marketing this shit? Yeah, because yeah, they're no longer obligated. There's no, they don't have to do all access. Yeah, it's, I don't, I, it's dog, I don't know. Yeah. Do you? It really comes down to who's doing the production, because anyone can house a pay per view if you have the capabilities. So people could buy your pay per view if you have the infrastructure set up, which is why DAZN is doing the production for that heavyweight fight in Saudi. But ESPN Plus can carry it. All the, They have the infrastructure. Yeah. You can just distribute it and, yo, send me the feed. There's no Showtime boxing crew yeah. anymore. Yeah. So They'll just hire them as freelancers. Yeah, so either people freelance or... But that's really dope. Because if that's the case, I need Roy. Yo, cut Roy yeah. a check. Yeah. Give me Roy back. Like, let's just do a super booth. Because yeah. if we're just freelancing stuff, let's get it. Or, you know, you maybe the camera people will still come from wherever PBDC does next. If they have an Amazon crew, PBC will be like, cool, we'll, we'll do the production. Yeah, because he's still with PB, his next two fights are still with PBC, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's so weird. No, they're 100% with PBC. All right, because I didn't know if he signed the deal with Showtime Mm-mm. or with PBC. He signed with PBC with the deal with structure that his next two fights would be pay-per-view broadcast on Showtime. Because so, before Showtime got out, so they still have to honor yeah. that contract. So PBC has to do a production because there's someone like uh, Boots yeah. who's not signed to PBC. Yeah, he signed to Showtime. He was signed to Showtime. Yeah. I just so, learned that too. So now it's like, where are we? Because... Yeah. Theoretically, you should go with PBC, but are you a free agent? Like, what's the contract look like? Who does that roll over to? Well, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, so <laughs> if Canelo, Canelo's on Showtime pay-per-view, but it's like, if DAZN was just like, yo, we'll do the production, like, can you have a full DAZN team for a Canelo fight on Showtime? Yeah, I don't know like, what they're going to do. Shit gets weird. Like, Chris Magnus going to do this? Like, it's it's a weird dynamic 
for this next year because everything's in flux. I, I think Top Rank um, has their stuff in order, and I think they're re-up. I don't, I don't know. Their deal, they're trying to get another deal. Everyone's looking for a deal everywhere, so I don't know if they're re-upping with ESPN or what's the deal over there. Um, everything is just moving. And isn't Showtime time. paying PBC money? No, not to end the, To end... Because didn't PBC have a deal with them? I think they have one more year left on the deal. Yeah, one more year, and they're supposed to be paying them out that money or something like that. Everyone who got let go, I think, gets like whatever the rest of their contract was. It's a WCW contract. Yeah, yeah. We we out now. Like we're not doing this for another year. Like like cats are going to sit out for the next year. They're going to get their little severance packages. It's a weird time, which is cool if you freelance because yo, you pay me anyway. They're going to oh, get the Goldberg and the Nash and the, we're not getting the, what yeah. was it? The Booker T's and the DDP's. We ain't getting that shit. Yeah. We ain't getting that shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so it's, it's a weird time in, in boxing as a whole because you really, everyone's waiting. You have to wait and see what PBC is going to do. Yeah. Because regardless of what anyone thinks, they have the pay-per-view star. Yeah, absolutely. All of them. All of them, right? Yeah. Um, Ryan's great, but he's not a pay-per-view star by himself yet. Yeah. He's not proving that. Haney, is going to be on pay-per-view, but he's done one pay-per-view. That was on ESPN pay-per-view. Now it's on zone pay-per-view. Yeah. So he'd probably do more pay-per-views if he fought for PBC. You got to see how they handle this on Amazon. Because I haven't bought a pay-per-view on Amazon Prime. Have you? There have been some wrestling shit? No. Let me ask you both of you guys. Who do you think is a bigger pay-per-view star right now? Devin Haney or Shakur? Haney's had one. So by default, I would have to say Haney, but Shakur, to me, last thinker aside, yeah. would be the bigger pay-per-view draw. If if Shakur fought Lomachenko, it would do more numbers than what Haney did against him. And that would be, yeah, I think he's a bigger draw. I don't do you know, guys man. know the numbers on uh, Haney, Lomachenko? I don't even remember. It did decent, like, yeah, did. social I, yeah, numbers, yeah. like, on my, Fine. all over my brain. It was... It was weird because the buildup wasn't great. And I know the numbers, just off the top of my head, from what I remember, the numbers were okay, yeah. like trending. And then Haney pushed him, like on Thursday's presser or something. No, he pushed him at the weigh-in. Wait. Yeah, at the weigh-in, yeah. Pushed him at the weigh-in. Now, interest went through the roof. Yeah. That was the best thing for that fight. Because then people started tuning in. It was, yeah. it was great. And then the controversy afterwards was even better. Yeah. And then it just shot to the moon. So I think they didn't really capitalize off that momentum, in my opinion. Like now it's so far go that yeah. it's like, I'm not sure if that's carrying over into this Haney fight at all. Because people don't remember like all that. Um, but I think it, it overperformed. I will tell you it was from my end and what I remember numbers wise, it was the second biggest boxing match on ESPN that, that week. And it wasn't, it wasn't number one because in a way, stupid number. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that was yeah. on the Tuesday that week. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And that was early in the morning. Yeah. Like Japan. Like, like 6 a.m. here. Yeah. In it's Vegas. Stupid. Like, in a way, those dumb numbers. It, the numbers for that, mind blown. I was just watching the numbers like, oh, this is like a tank fight. Yeah. This is Canelo number. Well, we'll on see. On a Tuesday. So. But I don't know, like, what's coming from. I could have yeah. looked into it further. It, it's huge from Japan. But look, the, the Haney Shakur conversation is, who are they fighting? It's really what it yeah. all boils yeah. down to. No like, one's a pay-per-view star on their own except for Canelo. Yeah. yeah. And the reason, it's got a whole country behind him. Yeah. In a way, it's got a whole country behind him. 
I say it all the time. Black fighters don't have a whole country behind them. I'd love to see the numbers in a way it does on pay-per-view. Oh, if they could swing it. It's it's big. Like it's it has big. to be huge. Right? It, it's huge, but they got a whole country. We ain't got shit. Yeah. They just pay to see us lose. So <laughs> like Devin's fighting this weekend, two black fighters on pay-per-view. I've man, every promoter I talk to ever. They're gonna hide those books. They they, they're like, we gonna book two black fighters? Like Floyd, you say it all the time. He's like, me and black fighters don't do numbers. Yeah. Like Shane did numbers because it was Shane because he fought Oscar. Yeah. But Birdo? Uh, what about the him and Zab? That had some intrigue, but it wasn't. It wasn't big. I don't, I'm like, not sure if that's a top. Like the Baldemir fight. And Zab was coming off a loss. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it, not sure that's a top eight pay-per-view for Floyd. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it, it didn't do 10. well. Like, it didn't do as bad as a Baldemir fight did. Baldemir, that was bad. Yeah, I'd have to ask Leonard. Leonard knows all this shit. Off I'll ask him next yeah. time he's in here. Yeah, we'll have Leonard in here. But, but yeah, like it wasn't great. It's it's one of those things you have to create narratives, right? Um, The best thing, and honestly, the thing I think boxing is always missing is funny because it's always like back to the movies, like the great white hype, right? Yeah. Like Floyd did his second best numbers ever. Conor McGregor, the man never had a fight, never had a boxing match. Yeah. Ridiculous. He had a good dance partner. So people yeah. were putting dough on Conor to win. Know, that was, He's that was never good. boxed in his life. It was all stupid. I mean, it was, and it's the, the intrigue of, the matchups outside of the ring are as good as the matchups in the ring and the ability to have a great white hype, even though Connor's clearly Irish. Don't go fuck about American politics necessarily and everything, but white Americans was like, like not only have we wanted Floyd to lose, we wanted Floyd to lose so much that we're rooting for Manny. Yeah. They have the people rooting for Manny. Couldn't pick out where the Philippines are. Yeah, on the map. Yeah. They're like, oh, I got it. I want to see him be Floyd. Yeah. It was like, Oh wait, now it's that type of love. But, guy kind of look like yeah. me like we, i need him to be floyd. you gotta remember the mma community came out strong they for did. their fight it's it's one in the same they did. you know the community i'm pure. they're they're one in well, the same no, no, no. i mean there's, this is this is our guy <laughs> like there's, they're, they're there's, one in the same there's white yeah. there's the white community there's a white mma community yeah and that's the people i'm talking like, about that's like, the, watch tea, floyd that's like the tea party and maga like yeah. put together yeah. coming yeah. out it's like man yeah. we're gonna get this black yeah like they they wanted connor to win so bad like, but it generated their interest, but Floyd knew it, right? Like, he played right into that. Like, nationalism is huge in boxing. Do you guys think that the MMA community came out for Francis? No. No. <laughs> no. I didn't think so either. You know why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still, and I, I'll, I usually give the MMA community race where I can. Ridiculous. Very small amount. Because the sport is so young yeah. that if I think like, all right, like American boxing. If I think back to as far as I, I could watch on ESPN tapes and like find shit of, say like 1890 was when like records and stats and stuff, I can go back to and actually see that. So then we have like Jack Johnson, all this stuff. Like, yeah. so I'm now thinking like 20s, 30s, right? People were rooting for black people to lose mm-hmm. and they weren't really fucking with black fighters mm-hmm. like that. They never and, and there was still like, the white boxers. Well, Jack Johnson was with those white women. Yeah. Which was also a little questionable back then. But yeah. I mean, like, he, they he told like him, he's like, I'm going to yeah, beat your ass. Yeah. I'm going to fuck your yeah. wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to yeah. do the same uh, life. Unapologetic. But they wanted like the white fighters to still be great. And like, yeah. those were their people, right? Like, so it was like, okay, 40 years into the creation of the sport, this is what people wanted. And then it took until the Ali's, the Frazier's to everything to somewhat yeah. be comfortable Painting these people as heroes. 
and and the good guys and rooting and they, putting when together was a this? Matchup. When was this? When were they painted as heroes? Ali I mean, Ali was not. I, Ali was not. Ali no. was hated until he couldn't speak anymore, and then yeah. and then people loved yeah, him. Well, as soon as he wasn't um, a threat. No, but I would say him versus George. They were comfortable painting George as a baby face against Ali. Well, that's easy. And to it create again, but MMA hasn't reached a point of two black fighters and creating one as a baby face again. No, we're not even at that point. So it took like 50, 60 years in boxing to for people to be comfortable with. Yeah. All right, well, at least George is like an American black guy. Like he's our guy, like a Olympic champ, like this guy get behind and I mean, Ali is like the bad guy in this situation. You can kind of start but as pairing soon as stuff a white like fighter that. came along that they could just they just they always jump yeah. shit. Yeah. But that's but it was it you got, got your Jerry Cooney's, your yeah. Boom Boom Mancini's. And then we get to the eighties though, where okay, cool, now you get Sugar Ray Leonard, and it's like, okay, Ray Leonard's the the pretty boy, Olympian. Yeah. Okay, we can get behind him compared to some of well, the other. He was safe, right? He was safe. He was so safe. They were painting different yeah. narratives. Yeah, yeah not right. at all. Smacking yeah. um, <laughs> up his wife and doing cocaine. Like, God damn, so right. And then they get behind like the foreign fighters and everything. Yeah. So you can get uh, a baby face like Oscar De La Hoya eventually yeah. and all this stuff. And they'll get, the Americans get behind that. Yeah. Like, and that's their person. It took 70, 60, 70 years in boxing. Yeah. MMA's 30 years deep. So I'm like, yeah, they're not gonna like people for like a, black people for like another thirty. No, it ain't. It's never like, going to happen. Like everything you're saying I'll check right back now, in like thirty years. Like, bro, maybe? listen, listen, listen. Listen, MMA. Let's think. Black fighters. Like, I mean, they don't like John Jones. No, no. Rampage oh, is endeared, but he had to act yeah. like a dog. Yeah, of he was course. junkyard dog. He had to come out with a chain and embark and shit. Like he was. Well, and there's nothing wrong with Rampage, but he was a oh, character. No, no, there's, there's something wrong with Rampage. He was a character, <laughs> and they they loved him being a character. Yeah. They didn't love like the human rampage. No, no, you can't be like, you can be black, but you can't be black. Right. That's the rule. Yeah. Like as soon as Muhammad Ali says something about yeah. white, they was like, hey, fuck him. <laughs> and then we're going to cheer for everybody because you got to remember when Joe Lewis fought Max Schmeling, that was like nationalism yeah. at his finest. Mm-hmm. And they was like, I guess we got to root for the black guy because he's fighting yeah. for us. Like, like yeah. that's the only time it's fair. Yeah. Other than that rule. Yeah. Xenophobia yeah. took control of that. Get us out of here. Yeah. And it still hasn't changed. Like even Sugar Ray Leonard, as great as Sugar Ray Leonard was, he won the country in Olympic gold medal. And it was like, all right. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, cool. Like, like this guy. But again, they hit all like Mike Tyson. Come on, bro. Like if you look at what Mike was, this, he shouldn't have been a hero. No, but they love Mike. Yeah. But but it's Rampage, yeah. right? Yeah. They love the idea of a character. The character so of Mike. Floyd like sunk his teeth all the way into yeah. that, right? Like he was like, yo, I got to be a character to make money. Yeah. Like this dude, it was what me and Andre Ward spent 30 minutes talking about today. We talked because I was like, yo, Eastern European fighters always get the benefit of the doubt, yeah. right? Like Andre Ward has receipts that Triple G ducked him. Yeah. Like straight up receipts. He got emails. It's in the documentary. Like, sh- like straight, but everybody was like, ah, oh, nah, Ward was scared to fight him. Lomachenko gets gets passes. Yeah, Canelo gets passes. Floyd never got a pass. Yeah. And Floyd fought nothing but champions. And they and he got criticized. People won't call him the greatest. They just won't do it. Imagine if Ricky Hatton had the same record as Floyd. He'd be the greatest all fucking time. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 percent. They love him. So I it, mean, shit. Look at uh, Ward, Mickey Ward. Mickey Ward. Yeah. I mean, Beloved. he was a Arturo Gotti. Yeah, Arturo Gotti. Movies. Like <laughs> right. Yo, these they ain't. Like Mickey Ward, yeah. Like, right. come on, bro. Mickey Ward, those dudes are journeymen. Yeah, like, <laughs> and just like 
There should have been a movie about Emmanuel Augustus. You're going to make a movie about yep. Mickey Ward? Yep. <laughs> Emmanuel Augustus was amazing. Oh, my God. He, got, he lost so many foul-ass decisions. Oh, yeah. The most. The, the most. The, the judges looked at him and was like, we don't like this. Yeah. Anyway. Like, and we, to be fair, how do you judge that? It's drunken boxing. I mean, it was record. Floyd said that that's, that was his hardest fight of yeah. all time. Everybody that I've ever talked to that's fought Emmanuel Augustus yeah. was like, yo, you're so difficult to figure out. Man was a drunken master. Yeah. Because even if that's he was winning, shit. the judges didn't know what they were looking at because White judges didn't like yeah. showboat. Yeah. And they just dock you for it. Yeah. But Mickey Ward goes out there and gets hit like 17 times flush. Toughness. And they was like, he's tough. He didn't go down. If he's black, he's stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, And I can speak firsthand of the judging of yeah. me doing the USA boxing. They do not like that at all. They will deduct you. They will stop the fight. They will. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But no, yeah, like MMA is again, 30 years deep and it's just like Francis isn't... MMA fans like Francis and Ganu. He had the, the braids. The braids, yeah. And he was the predator. And he didn't speak English. And he didn't speak really. And, and they were like, he oh, he looks like the predator movie. It's a character. He cut the hair. He started telling his story. Yeah. He was proudly Nigerian. Stood up for what he wanted to. Uh, he wasn't... Nah, you nah, know. Nah, nah, nah. Don't nobody want that? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's the case. The the smartest thing John Jones has done is just remove himself from all of it. Yeah. And. Well, a lot of it was what? Not even, I mean. He's. Him he, fucking up. He played the OJ role. He played the Jordan, like race and all. I'm out. Yeah. And he. For what he did. And I don't know. Well, he was I, playing. I don't think it's. He was playing the religion card. That's it. He put religion yeah. in yeah. front of everything. Right. It's not about race. It's yeah. about God. Yeah. And. Got the tattoo, got it. Yeah. You know, first and foremost, one thing my Lord and yeah. say, cool, because a lot of races will match. Yeah. Oh, you're a man of you're a man yeah. of the word. Yeah. Okay, like <laughs> yeah. like white people down south, Baptist. Oh, mm. A lot of people can galvanize around religion, and it's not like he chose to be Muslim. No, I don't. I don't know his back, but it's not like he came out and was like, "I'm proudly Muslim." Yeah. yeah. Like you, you are a Christian. You are the predominant religion of this country. Yeah makes you likable and people can relate to that. So he put that on front. I was like, yeah, I'm not black. Religious. Yeah. And he, he was able I'm to... I'm not black. I'm OJ. Yeah, he was able to get I mean, fans in MMA. Is, is it really that understand. much difference between John Jones and nope, OJ? Not at, no, all. not at all. If John Jones murdered his wife, I'd be like, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, straight up. Like That's part two. Yeah, like John Jones, Sugar Ray Leonard. Like, Sugar Ray Leonard did not talk about being black. No. Sugar Ray no. Leonard was like smiling, Pepsi can yeah, commercials. No. But dude had problems. Yeah. He treated Marvin Hagler like shit. A lot of them got problems in the back. But that's what I'm saying. Like, those. That was so disrespectful when he, oh my God, when he called him into the ring. (laughs) And he retired. I I love to have this fight, but unfortunately, it's never going to happen. I'm going to retire. And he left. Marvin was like, you bitch. Marvin, I'm never coming back. Marvin, fight somebody. He's like, I'm never fighting anybody else if it ain't him. But the only time that showboating actually worked was for Sugar Ray. Yes. When he was still around at the end, the last 30 seconds to try to leave the judges with them remembering, getting the crowd on his side. But Sugar Ray was a piece yeah. of shit. He also yeah. lost that fight. Yeah. He did. Absolutely. He lost that fight. He lost that fight. But that's like the history of like race and boxing. It's yeah. like you can't stand on who you are. You have to cater. Like, I don't know if anybody watched the Michael Jackson documentary, the Michael Jackson Thriller 40. They talked about like Michael Jackson, MTV not wanting to play his videos. And then they were they played uh, 
Billie Jean and it was like the biggest track video and they were like, we love you. And from that point on, Michael could never really stand on race because it would have been, a, been an yeah. issue. That's what like these people have to do in order to make yeah. it. It's, it's sad because you got to sacrifice a part of yourself. That's why my mentions look like they do when I when I stand on business over on um, MMA shit. When yeah. I say Dana White's doing bad shit, yeah. I get called all the bad words. All types of... Every, every goddamn racial slur in the book, right? Because I because I stand up for who I am. They don't like that shit. No. And it's weird to be in a position where you're, you're forward-facing persona and what you say is your brand. Yeah. All right? So it, it is like different because like for Francis now, Francis just want to double down and just be on some real like heavy African rights, like wild shit. Like would he be fucking up the bag? Yeah. Maybe not in boxing. Because nah, you're, boxing, you're your own business. Because boxing, again, has been around so much longer than MMA. Yeah. You can kind of do that in boxing. In MMA, no. Like, yeah, he's, he's unmarkable. You know what, too? If he does that shit in MMA. Th- it's done. Like, unmarkable in MMA. No, not touching. I think Francis really couldn't get some of that support, too, from the MMA community. Because if you really think about it, right? When people refer to MMA, they say UFC, right? Yeah. So, and, and what? All the fighters from the USA couldn't even say shit. During that whole time to like support him or whatever, right? And like Izzy went. And shout out to Izzy. Even after losing his last fight and taking time off or whatever, Izzy went in person. Kamaru. Kamaru too. Kamaru was there. They both walked out. Kamaru was there. Yeah. 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 They both they both went. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? If you mad, you mad. Yeah. But we going. Yeah. And that's dope to me. It's like cool. Like I'm going. Does that tie back to the nationalism though? Like with that Nigerian heritage, yeah. you feel like? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's weird. We're in a weird space. And I've been wondering about this. Because like four or five years ago, like mad people, maybe like 10. Like the Ni- for mad people to 10. No, no, like 10 <laughs> years ago. No, 10 years ago. But mad people, like the Nigerian pride really yeah. like rose. Yeah. So maybe not four or five, because I don't want to like disrespect people like, yo, you started doing this shit yesterday. Yeah. But like 10 years ago, Nigerian pride yeah. really like rose up like Wale like yeah because a lot mm-hmm. of people that would not say anything Nothing. right? Yeah, I just thought quiet. mad people were Jamaican yeah. like yeah. to keep it a buck <laughs> like I was walking around New York I just yeah. thought people were Jamaican yeah. now everybody watching you know Nigeria soccer wearing the jerseys like Nigeria pride yeah. rose up. and I just I, I always meant to ask someone who's Nigerian like yo was there like a movement or like did you like y'all gal- galvanize around something what is Anthony Joshua isn't he half He's Nigerian Nigerian yeah. and but yeah. I feel like he doesn't. I don't know. He claims Nigeria, but, a but nice little. But bit. I feel like he's a little bit. I don't know. I'd like to he hear gets more. Real patois Jamaican when he there, starts rhyming. There and shit. is like, okay, 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 okay. He does. Let me let me just do this real quick. I spent time with AJ, obviously yeah. leading in the Ruiz yeah. fight. You know, yeah. I tried to take him to Henny Palooza. They weren't having that. Right. Yeah. Like, he wanted to go. Yeah. They yeah. Like, <laughs> there was. They have been very protective over Anthony Joshua's career. Like. When Anthony Joshua spoke out on Black Lives Matter, boy, Eddie Hearn and all of them was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah I posted that shit on Ringside. I got a cease and desist. Really? That bad. Ass. It was bad. Oh, wow. It was that bad. Ass. Like, internally, it was bad. I hit AJ. Like, we, yeah. we yeah. talked, and I was like, hey, man. He was like, I had to do what I had to do. His yeah. team is very protective over his content anyway. So yeah. I'll post, like, shit with him in the gym sometimes. They'll be like, yo. I was like, yeah, he has but- a lot of sponsored videos and posts. Yeah. This one was not. Someone, a fan captured it during the yeah. protest, but- Black Lives Matter protest. 
That shit was down quick. But it's like, he's a hip-hop hit, right? Yeah. Like, we talk about it all the time. Like, when we were in New York, we were supposed to walk the streets in New York, and I was supposed to take him to the boroughs. Yeah. And his team was like, nah, we can't have him out there. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, do you understand how big this dude could be in the States if yeah. he embraced the yeah. culture? Yeah. So, he loves talking about Nigeria in private. Yeah. But he's got, like, Under Armour and all those people that yeah. are above him. Like, like they shield his image. Yeah. And I think he's at a breaking point. Like, if you watch AJ in interviews these days... Yeah, he's fed up. Yeah. He's so fed up. He's fed up. Like, I can't wait to talk to him again. Because I haven't talked to him since the first Usyk fight. Yeah. And yeah. I could tell, like, he was getting so fed up about, can't say this, I can't say that. Like, I'm just going to start saying... What... The day he lost to Usyk and he grabbed that mic, yeah. I was like, I know him. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. I know that yeah. dude. That's why I couldn't even knock it. I didn't even like how people were kind of trying to shit on him from yeah. that. Because it was like... Me either. I, I just... I was like, yeah. I know where this comes yeah. from. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know who this dude. Like, like I, I seen this dude. Like, yeah, I, I know who that guy is. People are like, that's not him. That's been him. Yeah. That's been he. Like, he's always wanted to talk. Like, he wants to wear his Nigerian pride like on his shirt. Like, that's what he yeah. wants to do. But it's the UK, yeah. right? And they don't get American audiences either. So yeah. when he comes to the states, when he like he was miserable when he was here, yeah. like totally miserable because he couldn't. Like we joked, we were supposed to go eat pizza and shit, and they were like, mm. like going to Henny Palooza, like it was a joke at first. And then I was like, Pusha T was going to be there. I was like, yo, you want to be pushing? He was like, yeah. And then, you know, I talked to his team and his homeboys. If you ever seen his homeboys, his boys is hood as fuck. Yeah. Remember, he went to jail for something dope. Yeah. But his boys like, yeah, we want to go. And then, it, like, Matchroom yeah. was like, he can't be seen at that. And I'm like, yo, why not? Like, yeah. he ain't, he ain't going to get up there and drink Hennessy. Yeah. I mean, he could. I mean, he's, he's not. Not. Like, <laughs> the fact, if he just stands on stage. Yeah. Right? Again, like, every woman I've ever met. That sees Anthony Joshua was like, yo, who is that? Yeah. Right? Like, I have women in my DMs when I take pictures with him. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Who's yeah. the dude you standing next to? I'm like, he's a boxer. He does what? He's not a model? Like, there's money to be made there. They didn't get that. You put that man, just stand him on stage. Yeah. Have yeah. him standing next to Pusha T. He's training for this fight in the UK. Yeah, like, what's up with that? I mean, he went back in uh, ben, Davison. ben Davison. Ben Davison, just. But, I, but what but that happened? gives me, like, I don't know. Like, that gives me insight of like, when he's in the U.S., he's probably miserable. Well, well, I did hear that Eddie Hearn said on, on, on a previous podcast, he was saying that uh, it was too short of a turnaround for him to travel to the U.S. for this fight because it was going to be like a six-week camp. It yes, sounded so. like a lot of bullshit, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. Be that, I don't like that because, I mean, you only have one fight with... something yeah. about being at home, though. Like, But when, he needs to be uncomfortable at this stage. Yeah, but not micromanaged. Yeah. And that's the difference. You think right? he's being micromanaged here still? Yeah. Again, I'm not on level of Dre. Yeah. I've dealt with his team. Dre, you loosely. think he's still being micromanaged being in Dallas? To a degree. Okay. What he doesn't know what house to live in. Yeah. I'm 100% sure they picked his crib. Because shit, being in Dallas, he probably blends in right there with a lot of the damn Maybe. Dallas Cowboys. You know <laughs> what I mean? Or somebody like, might think he's a maverick. You think they just let him yeah. run the city in Dallas? No, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're not at home and you don't got people, you'd be like, yo, let's let's go here. Yeah. Yo, let's go to this spot. This spot is safe. Like, yo, let's go here. You don't got people like that. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you're going to go to the gym. You're going to come home. You're going to sleep. Okay, all your peoples is 10 hours ahead of you in time zones. So now, like, you just, just here and here, like, yo, I'm bored as hell. Yeah. You go home, you can go to the gym, you can move it around. I just wear a hoodie, you sting me into the joint, we in the back of the club, we having fun. Mm -hmm. Like, you can do stuff to be more comfortable at home. I would say he's uncomfortable here because you don't control anything. And that's, like, the the wackest thing. I remember Teofimo, for, like, one of his fights, 
they tried to do the same. And like at that time, he didn't need structure. And he like came to Vegas to train. Shit lasted like three weeks. He was like, I'm out. Because yeah. like you're planning my entire schedule, my entire, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And he went God knows where. And this time they put him, I think he might've went to NorCal or some shit, like Big Bear to like train. But it's one of those things where it's like, you got to have people around you. And then, yeah, Anthony Joshua's crew is just also wild boys. So you can't be like, yo, boy, it's, it's not like an MMA with Izzy and them where city kickboxing is like, yo, we got to, we all going, we get in a crib. Like they come out to Vegas. They rent a house. It's 12 of them. It's a 10 bedroom house. They're acting a fool. They're playing video games. They eat in the ones that aren't in camp are helping them. It's, it's that environment. Nah, they're not letting Anthony Joshua and his whole crew come out. Never you can stay in bro. Vegas forever. Like, you got your like, whole crew. Nah, bro. Nah. Nah, nah bro. Yeah, hey, bro. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta go home, bro. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not surprised. It would be interesting to see what he does for the Wilder fight. They both win. Yeah. Like, you come back here. My opinion, which... Who do you is, think has the harder test in that fight? Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Can't fix a chin. Yeah. You got no, no, well, no, not that one. I'm talking about the one in December against oh. him and Wallen, uh, Waylon and uh, Joseph Wilder Parker. and pa- Joseph Parker. Who do you think has a? No, no, Wilder's gonna knock out Joseph Parker. That's 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 cool beans. Uh, Anthony Joshua has a legit ass fight. Yeah. Like Otto Valine is tough, yeah. tough, and it's just he's he's tough and he's dirty. Yeah. So it's one of those things where he'll make it ugly. He'll lean on you. Yeah. He'll elbow you a little bit. That Tyson Fury cut was oh that was that was straight yeah, like yeah, close yeah. headbutt, and Joshua's problem to me is I don't know how much of like that dog he yeah, got yeah, in. Yeah. So it's just a a stylistic fight where he'll win. I think the only time where we seen ugly. the dog was against Vladimir, and I think after that he was like, oh no, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to go, yeah, yeah and he I don't want to do hard. this no like, more. It's one of those things. I just don't know. I don't know if he can get grindy. He wants the fight to be pretty, yeah. even. Like when I looked at, damn, what fight did he have recently? He just had a recent, and he was just on the outside the whole time, and everything. Oh, and he did the pool that fight. Is that was the last fight? No, that no, wasn't. It that was, was Jermaine Frank- Franklin. Yeah, was Frank- last oh, fight. Franklin. It was just like, yo, if you just yeah. step in there, yep, and like fight in the pocket a little yep. bit, like you getting him out of here. Yeah. It was just he didn't want to be dirty in the like he didn't want that contact. Like if you in his space, he's flustered. Yeah, even. Even going against Usyk, when he was fighting at range, and the guy's obviously smaller, and range is cool. He was landing the body shots. The jab was working better than I've seen in years. Usyk closed the space. He had no clue what yeah. to do. He's yeah. just frightened of like that dirty space. And that's what Otto Valine does. He lives in that area. They're both going to win by knockout. He should. They both will. He got to, he can. He has to stand in there. Yeah, he does. He's, he, and he, get it. He's going to walk Valine into something. Watch. Trust me. Gotta be close. I don't yeah. I don't see him doing the the wilder put one no, fist he, out long he, range. He ain't gonna do that. Oh, like, he gonna walk him into an uppercut. Okay, you gotta be close to do it. I'm just saying I'm just saying I, I want to see that. Valine Valine doesn't cover ground well. Fury allowed him into his space. Yeah. I don't think Josh was gonna allow him into his I think both of them are gonna score knock. I think Joseph Parker is actually a tough fight. Yeah. Cause I don't know what Deontay is right now. Deontay is all he's ever had to be. Which is he has the most devastating weapon he does I've ever seen he's, in combat. He's sports. going to catch Joseph Parker at some point, but there's going to be a dangerous point in the fight, yeah. like it always will with Deontay, where you're looking at the scorecards, you're like, "This motherfucker need a knockout." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then he's going to catch. As you. soon as you say that, he'll be like round seven. I'm like, God damn, he only got one round. Boom. Fight's over. Yeah. All like, right. <laughs> like Anthony Joshua was the better resume than Deontay Wilder. By a country. Yes. Record. By a long way. Yeah. By like a country. Like if you look yeah. at their records, yeah. like Luis Ortiz is like Deontay's best win. Yeah. Like Deontay, Joseph Andy Hart. Ruiz fight kind of hurts because Andy really didn't capitalize on it. But Andy Ruiz is better than a lot of people. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Credit. Like Joshua's fought Klitschko, Ruiz, Us- like he's fought everybody. Yeah. Dillian White, like he's fought everybody. If you look at Deontay's resume, you start going, ooh, yeah. this ain't Tough. great. No. This ain't like this ain't like Joseph Parker will be his second best win. Sure. I mean, what do you have? I don't know who's best. It's Laverne twice. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about? Dominic Brazil? Yeah. He sent Bahrain's Laverne to the gods, though. He folded him. No, I'm just saying, but yeah, Ortiz like, is Lord. definitely his. Ortiz's yeah. best win in Ortiz 740 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that it's was good. then. He's probably 1,000 now. But I'm, I'm, my point is, like, Joseph Parker would be the second best win on his resume, if not the first. Joshua and Wilder at this point need each other. Mm-hmm. 100%. And where do you think? Shit well, shit, that fight's going to be. I was, oh, that's take, going take to out, be. Take out a Saudi Arabia. Where, where do you think it would make the most money? In the UK or here in Vegas? UK. UK. Wembley. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to break some I, records? I do yeah. like the idea, and Joshua said this, and that shit was hushed immediately. Africa. Africa. Yeah. For like a rematch. Was like, not even the original. Yeah. But like, if we do a rematch, if we do it in Africa, yeah. me and Wilder, that just mean a lot. I'm sure they would both be on board for that. Oh, you know yeah, Deontay would be. Yeah, yeah. Deontay would have all the goddamn dashikis <laughs> and shit. What? Oh my god! The whole the whole tribe coming out with that entrance. Oh, oh, everybody, yo, everybody dressed up. We all walking out together. That shit will be coming to America yeah. in oh, a boxing ring. Straight oh, up, be a magnificent display of blackness. They ain't letting that. Happen. No, they ain't gonna let that. Happen. No, no, no. Eddie Hearn would be very <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> that week. Oh, it's not even like it's not even a thing. And at that point. I think and they're both at this point, which is weird to say, where if they fought each other and it was a rematch, that they would have made enough money yeah. in their careers. Oh, it's over. And everything where they would say, yes, I'd make more money going back to Saudi. Yes, we'd sell out Wembley for a rematch. Fuck the money. Yeah. We just want to go to Africa, like get that Ali, like Romo. Yeah. The, we want that spirit. We want to know what it means for our people and for boxing. Yeah. Bro, I would go. And they would give up Me the too. money. Oh, I would, I would go. go. I'd be there. Like, yo, what? Yo, wherever. I don't care First where thing it is. Spoken, uh, I don't care. Yep. I'm there. I'm in the dashi. Right. <laughs> facts. Facts. I'm dressing up. Full, full I'm, riding, guard. I'm riding camels and all that <laughs> shit. Pull it up. Little hat. I'm doing all that. They got like, Uber I want to look fly. They got Uber camels in fucking yo, in Africa. Fam, I'm, I'm pulling going, up. I'm going there. And I'm dressed to the nines, like it, it will be that you know, experience. You know, if Don King was the promoter on that one, nah, too. Be dope. <laughs> everybody get robbed that night. Only if Adrian Broner's on the undercard. I need to see. Wait, wait, see wait. AB. <laughs> we got to shut down this show, man. I'm ready. You don't don't bring up Adrian Broner in, <laughs> oh, man. at all. Said AB to Motherland. Hey, no. Nah. Pops brushing his hair. No, no. If Don King sure. involved, we need AB. But not nah, yeah. So, uh, an amazing tangent there. We yeah. gave our picks for all the boxing this weekend. Um, Top Rank has a card. We'll just recap. I'll recap that next week. Dre, we have more shows to come this week. Before I go to Hawaii. But you're gone next week. Out of here. I'll, yo, I'm going to Hawaii with the entire family. I don't know if it's a mistake. I'll find out when I get on this boat. Oh, See you wow. when you come back. Maybe. Maybe. Somebody <laughs> might go overboard next weekend. I don't know. But I will be gone. I saw I'm missing the Haney Pro Gray fight. I'm missing the Jake Paul fight. I'm missing the Sonny Edwards Ban Rodriguez fight. So you get to hold all that down. Damn, yeah. how long are you gonna be gone? A week. Oh wow. A seven week days. And, yep, seven days in every hour. I ain't watching anything. I ain't so watching I gotta shit. watch. Yeah. I got I got a drink you're package. Off, you're gonna be off the group chat and everything. 
Oh yeah, y'all y'all yeah. ain't gonna hear me <laughs> at all. Play mode. I might pop in though. Yeah. My wife might catch me. <laughs> I might pop in, but bro, I ain't yeah. watching nothing. Like the only thing I need to see is my Niners play. That's the only thing I'm oh, concerned with. Oh Niners, you know. You got to wake up at a special time and shit. Yo, Hawaii is like dumb <laughs> early too. Oh, I'm going to be the first one at the bar. I got to have the, the, the drink package for the entire cruise. And then we I'm get sure there's an, a lot of Niners fans over there in uh, yeah, fuck, it was just Hawaii. me. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it could be just 100%. me. I don't care. I, dog. I, uh, I've been in the Bay Area a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure. I just came back oh, a couple see, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to a game? That's why yeah. I was. Yeah. <laughs> you went Did to that, that in Napa. Yeah. That's, it's, it's beautiful. But So if your boys go to Super Bowl, you out here? Come on, man. Of course. Okay. okay. Me, me and Mo yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, this yeah. last year. Yo, I, I fucked up my birthday. Like, my wife had my birthday set up. Like, when we were in the NFC Championship, I was like, whatever you have playing, don't. Because if we win, I'm going to Super Bowl. And as soon as Purdy went down, I said, motherfucker. And my wife was like, she had booked me trip, a trip to Napa. And I, because I was trying to go to the Super Bowl. So we go to the Super Bowl and it's in the, come on. Me and Ramon gonna be I'm in there. Here. We broke as hell. Yeah. I'm spending, spending everything. Spend it all. Like, I'm spending it all. You ain't getting the 300 Ooh. level. You 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 going for the gusto. I mean. 50, uh, 50 yard line. Bro. Man, don't super, <laughs> I don't man. know how poor I'm going to be. Man, I went to the Super Bowl when it was in Houston, when the Falcons played the Patriots. Those were some, some expensive tickets, boy. What yeah, were they averaging that Brady, night? Huh? Did you get him in? Did you get him early or you waited? No, I got him. Uh, a friend of mine had a hookup through ESPN and his girl got him, but you can only buy him after. They were only allowed to sell him for face value. So face value was $1,000. So I spent $1,000 on the ticket. That ain't bad. I can and it was at the top. though. Not oh, the yeah. very top, but it was like, it was like 300 level. Yeah. It was like 300 level. That, exactly. A rack? That but ain't just, bad. But just being in there. That's what, yeah. yeah. And you know, a funny story. So... At halftime, remember that the oh yeah, was getting their ass yeah whatever. So everybody's in the bathroom, whatever. So it was a Falcons fan. No, no, no. It was a Patriots fan in there using the bathroom. And he goes, "How is it? Uh, how do you guys like to know that you guys are going to witness the greatest comeback ever?" And everybody's like, "Shut the fuck up, get out of here, whatever." <laughs> he was like, "Watch, watch, watch!" And lo and behold, look what happened. Oh, I would have screamed on everyone. Like, who was talking? <laughs> I told that, y'all. That's one problem. Like me going to the Super Bowl, right? Send the other team playing. I don't care. It's nothing like your team, man. Yeah, if my team is if a, your team, come on, bro. Like me watching us lose to the Eagles last year, the misery. Like my wife was like, "It's okay." I was like, "It's not okay." It's no, not okay. No, like not how at all? Like I how smack? I don't even like. Too. Yo, I, I'd be depressed for like a couple of days. <laughs> I don't want to be on no group chats. I don't want to <laughs> even watch ESPN because everybody like, yo, hitting be, you too. Be, yep. hit, yo, everybody be hitting you, man. To be fair, I'd be at him in the group yo, chat. Yo, I'd be oh, between them and the Knicks. Mm. Well, man, I hope we won today, man. Nah, brought, don't look at the score. Just let it rock. I brought my Knicks. I brought my Knicks sweater and everything, yeah, hoping yeah, that no, we don't wear that game. Keep that. Keep that in the tuck. Go uh, Niners. <laughs> Go Niners. Uh, it's it's man. Enjoy your trip. Yeah. Enjoy well, everything. We'll, we'll we still got a couple more shows, but yeah, enjoy enjoy the trip. We won't be in studio for the next shows, so that's good. I'll be in studio all next week, though. Uh, recapping all this boxing, preview of more boxing, uh, WWE talk as well, MMA gearing up for their pay per view, which you're also not going to be here for the USC pay per view. I ain't going to be here for nothing. You come, I am not here for that. You are coming ass back fight. for like one week. It's Christmas holiday. We're recording all of our year end shows, and then you're like, "Cool, we're gone for another two weeks." Bro, this is this is what happens when you've been doing this as long as I have. I don't care. Yeah, Dre don't give a fuck. Yo, bro. people be like, I'm "You missed the fight right now." 
Yo, <laughs> they be like, you missing the fight? I'm like, yeah. Like, you know how many fights I've seen? Fuck yeah, this UFC fight? Fight. fight. Fuck this fight. Yeah, I don't not care. Not even that serious. Leon and Colby? I mean, and it's going to be a good fight. Well, if, if, Colby, card, if Colby man. wins, I do not oh, want to be man. there. Mm. So we'll talk about that. I mean, I'm aging the chaos, so I just want to see like some wild shit. But yeah, yeah I'm rooting for Leon. I don't no, of course, of course, yeah. rooting for Leon. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised. So no, I wouldn't. No, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that as well in the future. Shout out to everyone for listening as always. Thank you, everyone here at Blue Art Studios, Win Resort in Las Vegas. Thank you guys for dropping Thanks by. Thanks for having us, Thank man. Yeah, having appreciate it. So. Appreciate it. Just on the on the cuff, just pulled you in. Like, nah, nah, yeah, I gotta yeah. come sit down. Yeah. Nah, um, no, it was great. Make sure you guys follow us and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out on YouTube as well. We're gearing up everything for the Patreon and stuff as well for the new year. So make sure you guys keep your eyes out for that. We appreciate you all. Until next time, we're out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.